The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I tell you, a Maisa Pella Admaid. I just heard this by the graduation in, in, of the Cheder. My Enikel Baruch Hashem graduated. And I heard this by the Cheder. And it's an unbe- unbelievable story. Rav Ozner, we know he lived to a very ripe old age. I don't remember the exact age. I think it was 96, maybe. I forgot how old he was. So Rav Ozner, when he was, when he was an old man already, someone came along and he said, like the, like his phrase, the phrase of the Gemara, Bameh harachta yomim. So I said, how did you come to have this chus to live such a long life? So Rav Ozner took the question seriously. He said, the two reasons. He says, one, I can't tell you. But the other one, I'll tell you. So okay. He said, many years ago, there was Baruch Hashem, a chassan, and a kala that got engaged in Abrak. And it was a big simcha, both chashuva families. The, the chassan was chashuva, the kala was chashuva. Beautiful, beautiful thing. And terrible news struck. And a few weeks after the engagement, the chassan was diagnosed with an awful, awful illness, Rachman al-Islam. So the father of the chassan did what he felt was incumbent upon him to do. He called up the father of to inform him. And he said, I want you to know, we will have no hakpad at all if you drop the shidduch. Yes, your daughter is a messianist and everything. She deserves to have a healthy husband, a husband with a longevity. He deserves to have that. So uh, if, if you drop the shidduch, it's not going to be not gonna be an issue. Not going to be an issue. It's terrible. What a terrible thing. I'll sit down with my daughter. I'll try to break it to her gently. He sits down with her. And he starts to tell her a little bit. She's not well, and it's really not well. To make a long story short, he tells her the thing. And he said, and the, the father of the chassan called up. And he said, he Mamish gave an answer that his best idea is to drop the shidduch. And Mr. Shem, you go on, you'll... She said, I want to think about it. She thought about it for a little while, a few days. Meantime, the father of called back. Because, you know, he, he just... al said he wanted to make sure they did the right thing. So he said, uh, my daughter didn't answer me. And she said, thinking, thinking about it. What did I think about it? I'll ask her, I'll call you back. She goes over to the Kala and tells the Kala, no. She said, I'm not doing it. He said, why not? Every person would give you the answer to do it. She said, it's very simple. He's never so hurt right now. He's suffering so much right now to get such a terrible news and I'm going to hurt him even more? Chas v'shalom! I'm not going to do it. Father said, you've got to think about yourself, about your future generations. You can't just make such a decision like that. He says, I'm not going to drop the shidduch. He says, you know what? Before you have a final answer like that, let's go to Rav Vosner. I'll ask him. Whatever Rav Vosner will say, that's what we're going to do. They go to Rav Vosner. Rav Vosner hears the very sorry story. And he's very sympathetic. And Imam says, pain on his face. And after the story is done, the father says, no, what should she do? So he says, she should drop the shidduch. No question, not drop the shidduch. It's quiet. Which point the young lady looks up at Rav Ozner and she says, is that a psak that I have to do it? Or are you telling me I'm allowed to do it? Rav Ozner says quietly, you're allowed to do it. He says, good. And I choose not to do it. And I'm not going to do it. Because Nebuchadnezzar has so much pain, I'm going to put more pain on his pain. Khalil, I'm not going to do that. Rabbi, give me a bracha. At which point, Rav Ozner said he broke down. He says, I should give you a bracha. You have to give me a bracha. Such a person, such a mysterious nefesh, such a balas chesed, I should give you a bracha. I can't give you a bracha. She said, Rabbi, you want a bracha, I'll give you a bracha. But only after you give me a bracha. 
He said, I gave her a bracha. And afterwards, she said, Amen. And he said, And Rebbe, I wish you arichus yamim v'shanim. If I have a long life, it's because of that. What a story. Half of the Gemaisa. Rabbi Isai, we sometimes we feel powerless. The base of Mignesh is Nechrav for how many years already? <laughs> Thousands of years. Thousands of years. Klai Yisrael is sitting in a terrible gullus. And sometimes we have tremendous yush. Tremendous yush. And we say to ourselves, if the Gedolim didn't do it, we're going to do it. If the Tzadim, the Rambam didn't do it, then uh, the, the, all the Gedolim, they didn't bring Mashiach. I'm going to bring Mashiach. Who am I to bring Mashiach? Rabbi Isai, we have a tremendous Koyach. If we're Maver al Nidoisenu, if we rise above our bodily trends, our, our, our bodily lures, if we rise above the Taivas that we have, if we rise above the silly bickering that we do, if we rise above the Machloikas that exist, the Rabbi Isai, we have tremendous power. Don't underestimate yourself for a second. Don't underestimate. This young lady, you know, it's one thing that we should hear such a story and say, oh, it's, this is what Ravosna said about himself. Ravosna didn't have enough schusim. <laughs> Ravosna, Yiddinuk, Kaltar Kula, who was a place for Klai for so many, so many years. He was someone that the G'dayli Oilam respected at such a level. Ravosna. And he said, you know why? <laughs> he couldn't find anything else. It's because, because that's the most powerful thing. Of course he knew he had other schusim. But there was nothing to compare to this young lady. This is the power that we have. This is the ability that we have. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.